Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's classroom, and then and then Kimmy fires again at you, Claire, Claire the killer, and as this bolt of electricity is coming to you, Chloe jumps in front of it. <gasps> no, and she takes the blast. Chloe and falls down in front of you. Chloe. Now let's pick up our story. So Becky wakes up in a dark room surrounded by small children on small cots. She has some weird memories. She has a just painful headache. She is kind of dizzy. She is, I mean, you, you, you even, you kind of wake up and you try to stand up and you kind of, kind of stumble a little bit, almost fall onto one of the kids. And then, and then you, you hear you, you 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 thought you felt like you were in kind of a cloud of electricity a little bit ago, and you heard somebody calling your name, Miss Becky, Miss Becky, and you you kind of ripe your eyes and you sat up and everything, and you tried to stand and you couldn't stand, and then you notice right next to you, there is a a little girl who appears to be seven or eight years old, uh, blonde hair, with uh, with a robotic arm, who says, Miss Becky. Miss Becky, it's time for my dad's to come. Miss Becky, did you fall asleep again? I, yeah, I guess I, I guess I did. Y- your dad's? Uh, my dad's are supposed to be here. Because we're going to the holodeck. The, the what? We're going, we're going on a picnic. Okay. Miss Becky, can I go get my shoes? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just get ready to go? And so she goes and uh, and gets her shoes, and you're kind of—I mean, the room is darkened. Um, you can see there's a couple windows, but the the blinds are are drawn, so you don't know exactly what's going on outside. You notice across the room there is a a a fish bowl with a a single gold colored fish swimming in it. Um. And then, then the doors open, but they kind of, they don't open like doors you're used to. They kind of slide open with a bleep, bleep kind of sound. And uh, there's, there's two dudes standing there holding hands. Um, you notice they're wearing name tags and, and uniforms. They're wearing these, these light teal uniforms with dark gray piping and uh, knee-high dark gray boots. Uh, one's name tag says, says, uh, uh, 
Chet, the other says Brett, and they and they yell Chloe, Chloe, come on, let's get ready for our picnic. And so Chloe goes running to her two dads, and they they kind of thank you, Miss Becky, and 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 say that they'll see you tomorrow. They walk out the door, and it closes automatically behind them. Wow. Becky's really confused because she's pretty sure, I mean, she's still coming out of this, this, this stupor that she was in, but she's pretty sure her friends, Chet and Brett, are currently sitting in her apartment in Marietta. And Chloe is, isn't that Claire, isn't that one-armed Chloe, isn't that Claire's daughter? What is going on? So you kind of become a little bit more well, more aware of your space. You notice that you're also wearing a light teal uniform with dark gray piping and, uh, and knee-high uh, gray leather boots. And you notice that you also are wearing a name tag. I, I am indeed. It says so, Miss Becky. It says, it, it, more precisely, it says, Miss Becky, Child Care Services Director, ESV Mud Puppy. ESV Mud Puppy. Okay, I thought I was dead. Clearly, I am in a different dimension. Do you walk around the room? Maybe go to the window? I walk straight <laughs> to that fishbowl. You notice there's a label, you know, a lot of preschool classrooms have things, have things labeled. Mm -hmm. There's a label um, taped to, because, because uh, they're, they're using packing tape, clear packing tape, wherever you are. There's a, a printed out label that says sidetrack on the fishbowl. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sidetrack, sidetrack, what's going on? So... You're just yelling at this fish. I'm just screaming at this fish. He's shaking, <laughs> shaking the bowl. <laughs> Trying to get him to answer me, but he's not. The fish doesn't answer you. The fish doesn't seem to do anything but get dizzy. Oh, no. Then I go to the window and look out. Well, you, you kind of get close to the window and... The blinds, it's kind of it's kind of an electronic blind thing. As you approach them, um, the the tint on them just kind of evaporates. But it doesn't really matter because when you look out, all you see is blackness and the and the and the darkness of space, except for stars off the distance. And and this is more stars than you've ever seen in your life, um, from what you remember. Um, but then you don't know if those memories are real or if where you are is real, but you're amazed at the number of stars. It is beautiful. And just for fun, we're going to imagine our camera looking into the scene, going out that window and looping around to a stainless steel colored spaceship with teal colored running lights and painted on the side in in kind of reflective teal lettering it says esv mud puppy and it is this big um sleek looking spaceship 
and from the outside of the ship, that camera is going to going to uh, zoom up and around the ship a couple times, so so our listeners get a good view of the ship. And it's just it's a beautiful craft, and they're going to fly in a different window. Um, we're standing on the bridge of this ship. We find a cyborg woman, human head, robot body, robot body wearing the same basic uniform, the light teal, the gray boots, and, uh, and piping. The human head um, has, uh, has um, what do you call them, uh, a messy bun in her hair. She, uh, she has a na name tag that says, uh, Captain Amanda Miller. Stand, she, and she's kind of sitting in this in this kind of fancy control chair in the middle of the bridge, is what we figure out this is. Over at a control panel off to the side, there is a blonde woman with a huge beehive hairdo, wearing a carbon fiber eye patch over her left eye. And we zoom in on her name tag, and it says science officer, Dr. Claire Mesher. On the other side of this spaceship bridge, there is a, um, well, he looks like a beefy raccoonicorn. Just this humanoid raccoon with multicolored stripes on his tail and a unicorn horn uh, wearing the same uniform. And his name tag says security officer Clint, McCl Clint McClintock. And um, then the, the doors to the bridge slide open and, and in walks. Oh, God. In walks um, a, well, everybody, everybody we've looked at so far is pretty humanoid looking. This dude is worm-like, this yellow worm-like guy, still wearing a uniform. His, uh, his name tag says, Chief Engineer Samuel Spark Hill. <laughs> and he says, he says Captain, Captain, the engines are giving us trouble. We're, we're going to need to divert some power uh, to the shield, from the shields to the, to the main engines while we get it figured out. Um, Amanda? Make it so. You... <laughs> You find, your, you find yourself brand new in this body. You, you don't feel like you know how you, you are experiencing this for the first time and you don't really feel like you know how to be the commander of a spaceship, which after looking at your name tag a few minutes ago, you realized you were, you are in a body. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Well, no, I guess we're going to find out. So <laughs> I, I guess you're right. How do we, how do you respond to this? Like, listen, it's about time we wake up on a spaceship. So I'm sitting in the captain's chair. I have captain on my name tag. I'm here for it. And we can deal with this 85% functioning body later. So you say make it so? 
Yeah. Okay, so he says, I, Captain, and he turns around and exits the room. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, he does. <laughs> Claire, you feel really comfortable here, like you've been at this job for a long time, and you do, though, notice that the captain is seems to be behaving a little bit different, a little bit strangely, and... Uh, you you're not really sure why but you you're just kind of you get that sense about you yep <laughs> okay that's good pod i thought so i thought yeah you just described technically what i've said so you know but yeah yeah that's what's going on inside do you act on it do you just kind of what 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 are you doing claire makes a note of it She's going to keep an eye on the captain because, yeah, the captain just seems slightly off just for that moment. <clears throat> so she's going to make a notation and keep an eye on the captain and see if there's any other discrepancies throughout the ship or with any of the other crew. And we're going to leave the bridge where, where Commander Miller seems like she's got everything in order. And we're going to go back to, back to um, Child Care Services Director, Ms. Becky, in, in this room. The children are starting to, be, starting to wake up. You are still very confused. <laughs> you know you're in a place with children. You know the doors zip, zip open and closed you know there are a lot of stars outside but you didn't zoom out of the room or onto the bridge with the rest of us and so you are unaware of all of that what's uh what's happening well i mean i'm really just trying to figure out did i just have a lot to drink last night um something something is off here i have all of these memories but none of this makes any sense and i start to feel like I need to breathe into a paper bag because <laughs> because uh, everything is very disorienting but I'm Becky and I do not I do not give in to panic Becky runs head get on my way cat <laughs> Becky runs headlong into danger without thinking and right now she's trying to think entirely too much so she gives herself until the count of three to take deep breaths and then she says yeah okay we got this miss We're becky is it time for out. snack oh uh, well let's Can see we yeah go ahead let's start waking up and you notice it's it's mostly humanoid children um although there's one blob child uh he just kind of oozes along and blob i don't mean that in a pejorative manner he's he's pretty cool he can take uh, whatever shape he wants there's a a small raccoonicorn boy there is a a a half horse boy a a centaur boy um there are a couple of children who apparently can fly um and it's a mixed age group of probably eight or twelve children that uh that you're you're trying to take care of and don't know don't know at all we're just they apparently it. know you very well we're just winging it miss becky you have some drool on your mouth did you fall asleep again um uh, no sorry i was uh just practicing blowing bubbles 
Can we blow bubbles? Yeah, let's all blow bubbles. Can you get them out for us? Um, yes. But let's pretend that Miss Becky doesn't remember where the bubbles are. Who can find the bubbles first? And one kid nudges the other and says, Miss Becky was drinking again. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> it really were the bubbles. And one of the kids goes, <laughs> One of the kids goes over to a, a, a cabinet and kind of opens it up, and and there's this little little uh, uh, titanium looking, just real fancy little tote thing that is full of these little vials of what apparently is bubble solution, and so they pull them out and um, start start blowing bubbles. Any any conversation or questions for the for the children? Um. So. Let's play a game, everyone. What should we play, Miss Becky? What can we play? Let's play Simon Says. Are you ready? Mm, who's Simon? Um, have we never played Simon Says before? I don't remember it. Okay, well, it's actually, a, um, you know, okay, Simon, Simon. Okay, we're going to play a different game. It's called Sidetrack Says. You know, Sidetrack, our golf fish. Yeah, yeah. He's going to, you're going to pretend that he's telling, he's telling you something and you have to do it. So, Sidetrack Says, blow a bubble. And everybody blows bubbles. <gasps> Sidetrack Says, jump up and down. And they all start jumping up and down. Sidetrack says, tell Miss Becky the name of our planet. We're from planet Earth, Miss Becky. Some of us. I mean, you're from planet Earth because you're a human. Simon says, or Sidetrack says, tell Miss Becky how long we've known each other. Miss Becky, Miss Becky, you've been taking care of all of us since we came on board the Mud Puppy. On on board the Mud Puppy. Um, yeah, Miss Becky, the Mud Puppy. Simon says, or Sidetrack says, uh, tell Miss Becky what the Mud Puppy is. Miss Becky, are you teasing us? <laughs> I sure am. Miss really Becky, the Mud Puppy. The Mud Puppy is an exploratory science vessel. The ESV Mud Puppy. Oh, yeah. I'm just being silly. Of course it is. Uh, what time do your parents come? Miss Becky, the ship is on, on uh, people are on duty all hours. And so some of our, our parents all come at different times because of their shifts. Mm -hmm. My mommy's Miss... supposed to be here soon. And there's a little raccoon kid says, uh, raccoonicorn kid says, my daddy is security officer, so he might be late if people are being, being rowdy at the bar. Becky side eyes him. Is your daddy's name Cupcake? No, my daddy's name is Clint. Your daddy's name is Clint? Clint McClintock. Clint McClintock? Chief of security. Yeah, yeah, silly me. Um, okay. Sidetrack says, let's go to the place that we go to play. Do we have a park on the ship? 
like an indoor play area miss becky we can go to the gym or we can go to the holodeck uh let's go to the holodeck mm. take me take me to the holodeck but we're not supposed to but it'd be fun we do lots of things we're not supposed to remember okay and so you and this group of eight children walk towards that door that you saw Brett and Chet walk out of with their son or their daughter, Chloe, and uh, the doors open and you walk out into the hallway. It's kind of a, a oblong shaped hallway. It's kind of a, a long arch. And so the hallway is kind of narrower at the bottom and then the walls kind of bow out a little bit and then it's kind of a, a high arched ceiling um, in this hallway with, uh, again, that same gray and, and teal uh, color scheme. It's just this kind of darkish gray walls with, with uh, teal accent lighting uh, down the side of the wall and you head down the, uh, the hallway for a little bit, except after about eight or 10 steps, you notice that you've only got six kids with you and you notice two others running off the other direction. Uh, come back, please. <laughs> Miss Becky, we're gonna go see our mommies and daddies. No, no, we're not. We're not gonna, remember this is a secret surprise. And they keep running. Oh, shit. Am I the only one who works here? Where are the other teachers? The, I want to be tapped out. The, the doors of the bridge open, and two children run onto the bridge. Commander Amanda Miller. Uh, who let these kids on, on the bridge? Miss Becky was taking us to the holodeck, and we wanted to see our mommies uh, and daddies. Uh, Becky? Miss Becky, our teacher. Where is she? She's on her way to the holodeck with the kids. And, and the, two, the two that ran into the, holod, uh, into the, under the bridge, they run towards their parents and, uh, and hop up on their laps. And <laughs> no, neither one of them belong to you. That was a close one. I was really worried there, um, but I am going to task one of the uh, one of the junior officers to go get Miss Becky and bring her to the bridge. Okay, I'm not going to call her on the ship intercom. Okay, you're going you're going old school. So uh, <laughs> that's that's cool. That's cool. Don't use the technology. Okay, so so uh, this little uh, actually. Actually, when you, you, you say you need a runner, a, mm -hmm. a, a small person, uh, humanoid, flies out of uh, science officer Claire Mesher's hair, a uh, little guy with wings wearing the, the same uniform, um, his name tag in very little tiny print, um, <laughs> reads uh, Paul Lee Plox, and uh, he, Paul Lee Plox is He's a, he's a he's a Plexarian, uh, a Pixlarian, and and so he flies over um, and and you kind of tell him what you, the message, and he flies off out the door um, very quickly, and um, 
shows up, uh, Becky, very quickly. He's kind of by your side. And he says, ah, Miss, Miss, what's his voice? Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you don't know. Uh, we've never met these people before. Uh, Miss Becky. <laughs> uh, Miss, Miss Becky, the captain needs to see you. The, the captain needs to see me? Captain Miller needs to see you on the bridge. Two of the kids uh, apparently escaped from your care. They didn't really escape from my care. Um, uh, they just wanted to- without you. The captain wants to see you now. Uh, are you gonna watch these other kids? Um, that's not my responsibility. I need to get back to my science station. All right, guys, we're taking a field trip to the bridge. Let's go. And so he flies off ahead of you, um, flies back into Claire's hair, where apparently he's got a little control panel set up that he's monitoring. And uh, a few minutes later, Becky, followed by six small children, walks onto the bridge. I, uh, I heard you're the teacher who let the children run wild on my ship. Amanda, what's going on? Amanda. You don't know what your you don't know what your job is? Amanda, what is happening? You we were in the pick you you two have no memory of each other. Oh. Oh. And Becky doesn't? Even? Aw. That's terrible. <laughs> that wait a second, but Becky did, didn't her? Oh. Yeah, oh, I don't think the narrator knows who he's talking about right now. <laughs> when did Becky remember Amanda? When I mean, you remember, you might remember Amanda from, from your dream, somebody named Amanda, but you have no, you have no memory of this, this person being your captain or you having a relationship with this, this person, this, this head on a robot body. Yeah, we can work with this. Okay. <clears throat> I need you to get your children back to the playroom immediately and you will be relieved of your current duties and you will meet me in my office at 0800. Sorry, Captain Miller. Save your sorry. Oh and, uh, <laughs> and so... So what happens next, Becky? Well, Becky takes the kids back. She's so confused. She still doesn't really know where she is. She doesn't and, really and know. She a, and she frankly has a hard time finding the classroom again. Because um, it's just a maze of hallways this ship is. And so finally the kids lead you back to the room. Um, there is a, 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 a staff person there waiting for you because the captain said you'd be relieved. It is, it is now kind of, um, I don't know, we're gonna say it's 1300 hours. And so you don't need to meet the captain until the following morning at 800 hours. Um, and so you stand there in the hallway and I think that's where we're gonna end the episode. Dun, dun, dun. What was that? <laughs> thanks for listening if you like the show share the show unless you're you know too embarrassed which we totally understand hey you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash becky and engage with us back soon with another episode this has been an explorations early learning upstairs studio production